Inside Sources. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. Well, the day has been filled with a lot of conversation about higher education. Much of it centered on the fact that the president announced his action, which again was not done through Congress and actual votes uh, for the expenditure of all of this money that will cancel uh, between ten and $20,000 in student loan debt uh, for those making under $125,000 a year uh, or 250000 if they're filing uh, with a spouse. And a lot of that has led to a host of different conversations in terms of was that the right thing to do, the wrong thing to do, a political thing to do, uh, but does it actually move us forward? Was it that kind of thing to do? And a lot of people are questioning that, including the Department of Education and including the Congressional Budget Office. Now, just remember, the Congressional Budget Office is there just to force lawmakers from both parties to show their work. It's like fifth grade math. You got to sh- you got to show your work. How did you get there? And do the numbers add up? The Congressional Budget Office and the Department of Education both have said that even with this cancellation uh, of student debt announced by the president today, that the amount of student debt within four years, we're saying within three, maybe even two with inflation, we'll be right back to where we are today very soon because nothing will have changed. That's not smart. That's not uh, moving things forward. That's just kicking the can down the road. I always told businesses as a consultant, cash flow or just cash covers a multitude of sins and problems in your organization. I think what the president did today is doing simply that. It's covering a multitude of problems in our process and in our programs as it relates to higher education. The bigger question we have to be asking is, one, why do the costs of higher education continue to spiral out of control at a rate faster than anything else in our economy? That's not right. That's not normal. Something's up. Part of that, I would suggest, is the fact that there is so much government money flowing in. And so the cash will cover the problem for the short term. And then we'll be right back to this very same conversation and Perhaps it's a different president or a different party or a different control of Congress, and they're going to do the same thing all over again. Uh, My bigger issue with all of this is that this was done by executive order. Uh, Canceling debt by executive order is incredibly dangerous uh, because imagine a president of either political party uh, could just say, yeah, I'm going to do this by executive order. All those who have uh, outstanding debt uh, because they bought a really cool brand of car forgiven, or those that live in this area of the country, forgiven. Uh, And it's just not how it's supposed to work. It's why we have a Congress, and Congress needs to do its job uh, as it relates to all of that. Uh, But to me, the thing we really got to get to in all of this conversation uh, is something we've been trying to focus on throughout the week this week, and that is, what is the outcome of higher education? And are we getting the proper outcome? Are we positioning students so that they can thrive in careers? Uh, If they have taken on student loans, do they have the ability to pay those back based on what they will earn uh, in the profession that they've chosen? Uh, Are we giving them the right information going in? Uh, Do they have a a real clear understanding and expectation of what it will cost, what interest will do, 
and how they will be able to pay it back, what's the earning potential in the area they're pursuing. Those are all important conversations. But we also had an important conversation about the fact that so many of our college students are leaving universities not really with an ability to make important decisions and to evaluate life choices and uh, just even looking at just how do you make good choices, that ability. Uh, We had a fascinating conversation earlier this week uh, where we talked uh, with Professor Story from Furman University, and he talked about the fact that, yeah, a lot of them are struggling. A lot of students are struggling because they don't know how to make the big life choice choice. They don't know how to do that. And so they're they're floundering. He he actually went on and, and said, look, we've taught our students how to bluff their way into a position. And so sometimes that sounds like, well, here's what you need to say on your college entrance essay. And of course, part of that would be convincing the reader that, you know, going to XYZ University is your lifelong dream and passion. It's the only place you can see yourself fulfilling your potential and finding, you know, finding yourself and contributing to society. Or that same essay may have to be written when you apply uh, to get a grant or a student loan. That same essay might need to be uh, rewritten when you're applying to get that uh, just perfect uh, apprentice program uh, or uh, trying to you know go teach English in a foreign country or get some, uh, some other opportunity. And so it's always about what's next. And so we've, we've taught our kids how to bluff their way through and they're dealing with all of this stress and all of this fear that it leads a lot of them into this imposter syndrome where they really feel like they don't belong on a university campus. They really don't feel that they belong in that elite intern program or whatever it might be. And there's a a lot of folks who have fallen into that. It's like, oh, if, if people only knew, you know, I'm really not that good. I really don't belong. I really don't belong on this campus or in this program. And so now we've now we've really messed the students up and we've set them on a path that's going to be perpetuated when they get into the workforce. And they're not going to be the best employees or the best workers or the best contributors to community. And so how do we get past all of that? How do we get to where we can actually empower and help students learn the things that are most important? Uh, I still maintain the most important thing you'll get out of a higher education is learning the discipline of learning, the skills of it, and learning to love it. Because I maintain that with the pace of change in our world today, the shelf life of a formal degree is probably somewhere between 18 months and two years. It gives you a head start. It gives you a good place to begin. But your success is going to be dependent on what you learn after after you leave the college campus. And far too many of our students are so frazzled by that point in the program that they never go back to real learning and they just kind of settle in. And what the country really needs, what businesses most definitely need, is not someone who's resting on the laurels of their degree or their piece of paper, but someone who's hungry and who's going to continue to learn and pursue excellence. And so I think all of this 
conversation around student debt, I think, has to lead us to a different kind of discussion about not student debt, but student assets and what students should be becoming in the process. I'm Boyd Matheson. Thanks for joining us today. As you go out into the world, see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something that'll make a difference. Midvale, KSL Salt Lake City. Listen on any smart speaker and in your car at 102.7 FM. KSL News Radio, Utah's all day companion for news.